We are so excited that this latest message from Truth Movement Church can meet you where you are today. This message from TMC will help you to apply the truth of God's word to your everyday life. It's practical and powerful. Enjoy his word. I'll read for you. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. What's funny, when I read the text, I said to myself, people always ask, well, what's, I want to know God's will for my life. You know, like, what is God's will for me? One of the things he wills for you, no, three things that he wills for you is to rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Look at your neighbor and say, you don't have to search for God's will. So I, I think this year more than years past, the world has decided that we're going to ghost Thanksgiving. Has anybody else kind of kind of felt that? It's like we're going to do a drive-by on Thanksgiving. Um, I read some st- statistics someplace that uh, every one in every four Americans have decided that this year they're not going to celebrate Thanksgiving because it's so expensive. He said, that's facts. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you now. It upsets me a bit um, because for me, the lead up to Thanksgiving um, sets off my holiday season. Now, you have to understand I'm from Syracuse, New York, um, and as you kind of roll into the holidays, there's this change in the, in the season. There's this change in the, in the leaves, and the colors are different, and the smells are different. So for me, long before Thanksgiving, specifically like when we hit like after October, like I am ready for the holidays like it 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 is that is my thing that is my time um and I knew that we had a problem a serious problem um a few weeks ago when I pulled up it was probably about five or six weeks ago now I pulled up to uh Dunkin Donuts at uh about 7 38 o'clock in the morning uh and and I when I pulled up to the drive-thru I saw a sign that said um they had just released um the, the pumpkin spice donuts Y'all don't eat pumpkin spice donuts. Oh, gosh, it does my heart so good. So you have, you know, it's available, so I'm going to order. So, you know, the the young lady comes across the the microphone. She says, how can I help you? I said, listen, give me five donut holes of the pumpkin spice. And don't be judging my order. I'm telling you this because I love y'all, and it's just going to help, but y'all be acting funny. So I, I, added, I, I ordered five donut holes that were pumpkin, pumpkin spice, and I ordered five glaze. And they're donut holes. It probably equates to two donuts. I did what I told I praying this morning. I'm like, Lord, should I? Like, ordered five and five. Little bitty <laughs> donut holes. And I ordered a large cappuccino. And you have to order it hot at Dunkin' Donut for some reason. I don't know. Um, so um, when the young lady gets my order, um, it, mind you, it's 7.30 in the morning, 7.30, 8 o'clock. She gets my order, and she comes back over the microphone and says, we're out. They're limited.
It's 7.30, ma'am. What do you have, two donut holes to start the day? Like, what, what, what is it? it so what's funny, it's like about three to four weeks later, they stopped selling them. Like they were, it was like a short-lived thing at Dunkin' Donuts with the, with the pumpkin spice. And as I thought about that in my sermon today, for today, to set you up for Thanksgiving, um, when it comes to our gratitude and our thanksgiving towards God, I think that our, our response to God is a lot like the lady's response to me at Dunkin' Donuts. We're out. It's limited. Like Pastor Wanza, I'm fresh out of thank yous. I, I, I am because I thought I would be more accomplished by now. Um, and, and, and I thought that I would have the spouse by now, and I thought that I would have the job by now. I thought that I would have financial security by now. I thought that I would be over this by now. I thought that I would be good at adulting by now, but I'm not. And I don't, when I look at my life, I don't have a whole, I'm just being honest, Pastor Wanzo, I don't have a whole lot that I want to say thank you for. I'm just being honest, Pastor. I just don't, when I look at the landscape of my life and everything that is happening, granted, here's the thing. I am grateful that I'm alive. But my thank yous are limited and my thankfulness is limited because of everything that I don't have. So when I show up on a Sunday morning, Pastor Wanzo, I'm out. It's limited. Because you just don't know. Everything that I'm going through. So the question I wanted to answer today is, <clears throat> how, do we, how do we take the leap, take a jump from um, this limited gratefulness, this limited thankfulness, this limited allotment of thank yous that we have for, for God, and then take the, the jump to what Paul says in 1 first, first Thessalonians chap, chapter 5, to give thanks in all circumstances. How do we go from limited to unlimited thank yous? That's what I want to answer today. Let's work a little bit. You want to work some? <clears throat> the first point that I want you to write down today, <clears throat> or the first thing that we have to do in order to take the leap from limited gratefulness to unlimited gratefulness is to feel it. Somebody shout, feel it. I honestly believe that the reason why many of us never make it from limited thankfulness, you know, limited gratefulness to unlimited thankfulness is that because we, we, we don't feel it. We, we just don't feel it. You know what I mean? Um. Have you ever had someone give you something for free? Like something for free? But you couldn't be truly grateful for it? You, you just couldn't really be thankful for it because you didn't feel it? You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't my vibe. It just, you know, it was nice. I appreciate the gesture, but it just wasn't my vibe. It's just not my thing. I, I just didn't feel it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm, I'm going to be, I think it was Anthony talking to me today. He said, dude, Pastor, you just wear J's all the time. That's really, truly, honestly, I'm a retro Jordan dude. Like, this, that's, that's who I am, right? Um, so, if you gave me, understanding who I am, I'm a retro Jordan dude. If you gave me this shoe, put this shoe up on, on the screen for me. 
Okay. So now, I found out that this shoe is a Balenciaga. I'm saying that correctly, yes, people? Um, this shoe is retailing right now for $875. Retailing for $875. Y'all, this is the ugliest shoe I've ever seen in my life. I ain't got no beef if you like it. It's totally up to you. But for Pastor Wanzel, if you gave me this shoe for free, understanding how much the shoe costs and all that it means in the fashion world, I could not truly appreciate it. I could not truly show and express gratitude towards it because I don't feel it. It's not my vibe. The reason why it's so hard for us to be grateful for what God is doing in our life is because we don't feel it. God, I'm a, God, God, you know, I, I want to I I retro Jordan life. You know what I mean? But you keep blessing me with new balances. I don't feel it. God, you know that I, you know, I want to live the kind of, I want a Mercedes Benz and BMW kind of life. That's what I want. But you keep blessing me with keys and Honda's, Lord. And, and, and I'm just not feeling it. Somebody shout, I don't feel it. Now, Paul says something. Should I tell him what Paul said? Mm -mm. I'm going to give you something first. People of Israel, right? God delivers them out of bondage um, from Egypt, and he crosses the Red Sea, miracle after miracle after miracle, right? They get across the Red Sea. God just done these miracles just a few months ago. I mean, he crossed it. He split the Red Sea, Cody. He just split the Red Sea. They get to dry ground, and no sooner they get to dry ground, they, they, they start complaining about not have. We don't have any water. Water, God, water. Like, can you get us some water? Can you get us water? And then once he gives them water, they say, well, now we, want, we, we, we don't have no food. And we don't just want any food. We want the food we had in Egypt. We be dreaming of pots of meat, and we be dreaming of everything that we had. So guess what God does? He says, okay, I hear you. I am going to rain down bread from heaven. Y'all listen to me. He, he cooked up bread in heaven and started raining it down because they asked for bread. And guess what they said when the bread hit the ground? What is it? In other words, I don't feel it. So watch. Because they didn't feel it, they couldn't appreciate it. So a few weeks, few weeks later, guess what they're doing now? All we get is this manna every day. All we get is this manna every day. We want meat. We, 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 we want meat. So guess what God does? He says, okay, you want meat? I'm going to give you meat. And I'm going to give you meat until it comes out of your nostrils. Because you keep telling me how I'm blessing you, I don't feel it. How many times have you told God, yeah, I appreciate the job, God, but I don't feel it. I, you know, I, 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 I appreciate what you're doing in my family, and I see it all coming together, but you're not moving fast enough, God, so I, I don't feel it. We struggle with how God is blessing us and what he is doing in our life because we don't feel it. So watch what Paul says. 
I got to cheat you just a little bit. Colossians 3.15. So here's what Paul says. He says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be what? Listen, wait a second. This is Truth Movement Church. I checked it before I walked in. It said Truth Movement Church right up on the top. We do better than that. Okay, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to read the scripture again. Let the peace of, of Christ rule in your heart, since as a member of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Okay. Paul uses an interesting Greek word, and he only uses it this one time in scripture. And it's the, it's the, it's the Greek word, and I want to make sure I say this right, euharestas, okay? And what that thankful is, the word thankful right there, I underlined it for you. I believe I did. I did. That word thankful is the Greek word euharestas, and it means agreeable. Watch me, y'all. Thankfulness, feeling thankful and feeling gratitude means that I agree with it. I agree that that is good. I agree that God has done something special in my life. The reason why you have such a hard time with God is because you don't agree with what he is doing in your life. So therefore, when he blesses you, you say to yourself, what is it? Because I don't agree with what God is doing. Do you understand what that looks like with God? Like when God is supposed to be be your leader and you're supposed to be following him and you're saying you don't agree, you start walking the other direction of God. Paul says, be agreeable. The first lesson I got to teach you before you get into the, into the first of year is to be agreeable with God. God, I agree with what you're doing in my life. God, I agree with how you're moving. God, I agree with how you're blessing me. God, I agree with the plans that you have for my life because I know that you're a good, good father. And I agree because I know that all things work together. You have to start agreeing with God. Have you ever heard that before? You, God is sovereign. He's going to do what he wants to do. But you have to say within yourself, God, I agree. Somebody shout, I agree. I agree. God has, oh gosh, oh, God has been blessing you all of your life. He has been gracing you all of your life. He has been making way out of no way all of your life. And for some reason, you just don't agree. Because God, I want to have a, a retro Jordan life. And you keep giving me Pumas. Don't you, let me tell you something. Don't you know somebody will pay good money for them Pumas? I'm talking, I'm talking too far off the path. Don't you know somebody pay good money to live your life? God rains down bread from heaven. It blew my mind. God heard his people crying about what they needed, and he rained down bread from heaven. And then they said, "Mm -mm, what is it? He don't look like a husband now. It may not be the job you aspire to have right now. Your posture has to be, God, I agree. 
Oh, man, I don't know if you get. God, I agree. I agree how you're moving in my life. I agree how you determine you want to bless me. I agree how you navigate my steps. I agree, God. Let's get this next one. Somebody shout, I agree. I agree. How can two walk together except? You know the biggest problem. I'm going to move on, I promise. When you're in a relationship with someone and you don't agree, that's when tension starts. That's when feelings get hurt. <laughs> okay, I'll give you a good example. I've told you guys before, this is not new, new news. Um, I am. Somebody shout, I am. I am the best thing that ever happened to Pastor D. I am. <laughs> but when, 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 when we got married, I am not the guy that I am today. All right? Don't, don't be so definitive on that. And I always, she said to this, this to me one time. We went back to visit uh, our very first apartment. And she, and she said to me, we were in the car, and she said, there was nothing that I could do at this period of our life when we were married to please you. Nothing was good enough. You know what I'm saying? It was like you were always like on edge and, and, and there was nothing that I could do to satisfy you. I just wasn't good enough. And she was right. Because when God gave me my wife, this woman sitting right here in front of me, I did not know she was going to be this. So when he gave her to me, I said, what is it? I couldn't be, oh, y'all, I could not be grateful for the, for the anointing that was on her life at that time because I did not agree with God. So there was all of this tension in our relationship because I just would not agree with God about who she was. But when I got in agreement with God, everything changed. She didn't change. I just got an agreement with God. So I started praying and I said, God, teach me how to love her the way that she needs to be loved. Teach me to be the husband that she needs to be because I want to be in agreement with you. So then all of a sudden, this thing that didn't work started working <laughs> because I got into agreement with God. Do you see what I'm saying? It's that simple. Y'all showing up to work every day. I hate this job. Oh, I just, <laughs> I just want another job. God, give me another job. God is waiting on you to get in agreement with him. Oh. You didn't know you were showing up at church for this kind of message today. God is waiting on you to come into alignment with his plan for your life. And the path, oh gosh, this job is on the path that leads you to how he truly wants to bless you. 
So you don't get the blessing until you agree. Somebody shout, I agree. I agree. Let's get the next one. Our second, the second thing that we have to do <clears throat> to take the leap from limited thankfulness and gratefulness to jump to unlimited thankfulness is to say it. We have to feel it first. Then we got to say it. Somebody shout, say it. So, <clears throat> watching um, Cody and Sanaya raise legacy is, um, it's a joy for me. It's a lot of fun. Uh, number one, uh, he's not my responsibility. <laughs> So anything good, bad, or indifferent, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but more than that, they do a really good job, in my opinion, at making sure that he responds verbally. I feel the Holy Spirit tell me to pause for a second and give you something else, which I am. You do know verbal Communication and verbal response is a sign of maturity. Stop walking around in your feelings. I'm just telling you right now. That one was for free. You can put that in your pocket. It has nothing to do with my message. I'm just giving this to you. I pay attention to, to, to when they're managing him and his emotions and his feelings and, and how he engaged with other people. So say like when someone gives him something, um, they'll say to him, what do you say? And he says, thank you. <laughs> and real talk, um, when I was jotting this, this thought into my notes at, at my desk at my house, um, I, I, I overhear Legacy responding to his mother. And all I hear is, thank you, mommy. Now, I wasn't there to see what she did for him, but I know that she did do something for him because of what he said to her. Somebody shout, thank you. At a very young age, legacy is being taught that the proper response to when someone gives you something is to verbally respond and say, thank you. Somebody shout, thank you. The next thing we have to understand is, is in, 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 oh gosh, the next thing we have to understand is to make sure that we don't, just don't feel thankful. You say thank you. Okay, I, I'm going to say it on this side so y'all get it first. We have to stop holding our thank yous hostage for what we want God to do. Give it to y'all, because I know they won't go get it. That's why I said it the verse. We have to stop holding our thank yous hostage for what we want God, what we want God to do. I'm gonna say thank you when. I'm gonna give him glory when. But you have to understand, I owe him thank you for what he's already done. 
I wasn't there when he did it for you, but I know that he did something for you, so you owe him thank you. Somebody shout thank you. I know you owe him a thank you. So there is no conceivable way that I can show up in a place of worship and stand there with my arms folded and not open my mouth and say thank you because I wasn't there when he changed your mind. I wasn't there when he saved your life. I wasn't there when he brought you out of that mess. Shout thank you. I wasn't there when he fixed it. I'm sitting here typing my notes about this whole thank you thing. And the boy says, thank you, mommy. I don't know what she did for him. I don't know what it was that he got. But I know that he got something and he understood that it was her that gave it to him because of what he said back to her. Shout thank you. So David says, oh, gosh, Psalms 104, enter his thanks, his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. David says, there is no way, there is no possible way that you don't owe God thank you. There's no possible way. Oh, gosh. Now, watch this. Pull up, the, pull up that verse. Oh, you. They on it. She on it today. So, watch this. David says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. I underline give thanks to him. Yes? Okay. Watch. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. For the Lord. For the Lord is good. And his love endures forever. So now watch how David wants us to grow. I'm I'm doing a little bit of work today, and I want to make sure you get it. The word thanks right there is the word yada. Shout yada. Yada. Put it up on the screen. (laughs) It is the Hebrew word. Watch Watch what it says. To make a public confession. Make an admission. To praise is to speak of the excellence of someone or something. Give thanks has a focus on the gratitude of the speaker. (laughs) David says, when you get in public, admit it. Just go ahead and admit it that God has been good. And he's been good, and he is good, and he will be good. So just go ahead and admit it, because I know that he's done something in your life that's worthy of thank you. So there is no way that I can come into a public space such as this where where it is ripe for praise. And not just simply say, thank you. Y'all listen to me. I use my grandson because this is the most elementary thing in the world. Legacy is two. He's what? He's two and he's learning to say thank you. He's learning to say thank you to his father at two. You 35 and you still won't say thank you. 
reason why is <laughs> because, God, I want a retro Jordan life. But you keep giving me new balance life. And it's hard for me to publicly confess my gratitude because I don't agree with what you're doing. Can you be honest about that for one second? It sounds hard and it sounds rough. But you are disagreeing with the CEO of heaven. Jordan, you want that kind of fight? Listen to me. To this very day, to this very day, listen, to, because Mike Tyson means something to a guy like myself. I grew up watching Mike Tyson. To this very day, I don't want no smoke. I just don't want to fight that he old, he, he's, he, he's lost a step, but I still don't want none. You are picking a fight. You are disagreeing, pulling and tugging in the opposite direction that God is trying to take you. Is this too much for a Sunday morning? So here is how. The people who don't know your story know that God is good. When you show up in a place that's set up for you to worship. What you say, baby? When, when we give you a layup to say thank you, you show up in this place and you say, God, I thank you. I thank you for keeping my mind. I thank you for sustaining my peace. I thank you for being my strength. I thank you for being a hedge of protection all around me. I thank you for your hand of blessing that's upon my life. I thank you for your favor that goes before me. I thank you for the favor that got me that job that I don't want right now. I thank you, God. So I'm going to let you into Pastor Wanzel's thank yous. I continually, constantly, every day, I thank God for allowing me to fall in love with him. And I'll put this a different way. I thank him for allowing him to be my addiction. You see, because there were some other things in my family that wanted to addict me and keep me and bind me. But I thank God that he gave me an opportunity. So David says, there's no, there's no way that I should ever have to pull a thank you out of you. Because your thank you is evidence that he has done something. It may not be the car that you want, but you got one. He did something. It may not be the mortgage, but you're paying a rent. He's done something. <laughs> I may not have a spouse just yet, but I thank him because I'm still available. Yeah. 
You see, I'm here, and that means I got another opportunity. That means that there is still more for me that he wants to do for me. There's still more in line for me that he wants me to have. There are more blessings on the vine for me, and all I have to do is start understanding to say, Somebody shout thank you. So as a little boy, I grew up in the Kojic church. And I never got this when I was a kid. But I would see someone who had just given their life to Christ. And, and in that day, it was, we were more, I guess you could call it charismatic. I mean, they would fall out on the floor and they would be rolling. They said they, they, they rolled over all the pews is what they would say back in the day. But there was this thing ringing in the air from that person over and over and over and over and over again. And they would just be saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. And I didn't understand it when I was a boy, but I get it when I'm an adult. Because that person understood that they were in the grips of the pits of hell. And the blood of Jesus brought them out. So if nothing else happens today, I'm going to make sure I say thank you. The old church used to say if he doesn't do anything else, he's already done enough. So thank you. Let's get this last point. Let's go back to First Thessalonians. Mm. Thank you, God. So First Thessalonians says this five sixteen. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will. For you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances. Somebody shout all. all. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Last and final point for today uh, is the phrase uh, give it. Somebody shout give it. So, so Paul says, it's God's will for you, and that will is in Christ Jesus, that you would learn to give him thanks in all circumstances. God wants us to have an all-terrain thanks. A thank you that can stand all the weather. A thank you in, in the preseason, a thank you in the postseason. A thank you in the fourth quarter. God is, God is, he, he desires for us to have that kind of thank you. I, I'm going to be careful when I say this because I don't want you to, to, to think that I am some, I got a PhD in Thanksgiving because I don't. Um, what I am learning 
about what Paul is saying here in 1 Thessalonians 5.16 is that me giving thanks to God in all circumstances is not for him. You get that? The reason why he wants me to give him thanks in all circumstances is so that he can bless me beyond the circumstantial evidence. The reason why he wants me to give him thanks in all circumstances, in all seasons, is so that he can bless me beyond the circumstantial evidence. Jesus is uh, teaching one day. It starts to get late. And uh, the people get hungry. And that's not necessarily the problem, but the problem was is that there was over 5,000 people in attendance to hear Jesus preach. I mean, if you, if depending on who gives you this detail and how deep you dig, dig into it, they say that there was probably upwards to 15,000 people there once you start to include the women and the children who were in attendance. And having 15,000 people, Lord, I'll t- we will take 15,000. We'll, we'll do that. <laughs> having 15,000 people in attendance is not necessarily a problem as long as you've got enough food to feed them if they're hungry. And the big issue was is that um, after they beat this little kid up for his lunch, one of the disciples took it from the kid. Um, They came up with two fish and five loaves of bread, 15,000 people. They give the two fish and five loaves of bread to Jesus. Um, And scripture tells me that he looks up to heaven and he gives thanks watch this, for what was not enough. He thanks God because he was short. So after he, because God did something, even though it wasn't enough, God, I'm going to thank you for something. So after he gives thanks, this is the circumstantial evidence right here because he's only got two fish and five loaves of bread. After he gives thanks in all circumstances, he starts to break it. And he starts to distribute it as if he has enough. But now by this time, he has enough because he's already given thanks in all circumstances. And God says, I'll bless you beyond your circumstances if you give me thanks in all circumstances. So you've been coming up short so many times because you don't know how to give God thanks in your circumstance. If you ever learn how to give him thanks in all circumstances, then that means he can bless me in and out of season. Oh, God. That means that he can bless me when I ain't got enough.
So what I love about God, oh, what I love about God, Jesus give thanks for what wasn't enough. That's a word for somebody right now in this moment. You're upset because you don't have enough. You better start thanking God because you don't have enough. I got something. You did something, God. It's not what I want right now, but you did something. So Jesus takes the two fish, five loaves of bread, and he starts passing them out. The disciples, you know, he says, have the people sit down, and everybody's eating. This is the part that I love about God. <laughs> two fish and five loaves of bread, circumstantial evidence that showed that he did not have enough. After he gave thanks, all of a sudden, after everybody's eat, everybody has eaten, the scripture says that they picked up 12 basketfuls of extra What was once not enough became more than enough. If you don't start learning how to praise God in your storm, if you don't learn how to start praising God when it don't look like it's going to work, when your backup is against the wall, Scripture teaches me that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than you could ever ask a thing. But the key to that kind of blessing is to be able to thank him for not enough. You see, this is, this, is, this is Ph.D. kind of stuff here. This is Ph.D. gratitude. And everybody don't make it to this level. That's why I just told you I'm, 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 I'm learning this. Because there's some days I'm on point and I can, I can see it. I can see the enemy set up and I can see that, that, that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. And God is going to deliver on what he promised. But then there are some days where I'm saying, God, why don't you give me enough? After all of my praying, after all of my faithfulness, you know the position of my heart, and I still don't have enough. And he told me this morning that he's waiting on me to thank him and the not enough so he can bless me with more than enough. You see, I, I, I wanted to make sure that we didn't walk into this Thanksgiving like every other Thanksgiving. I wanted you to know that God wants to do something miraculous in your life. And the only thing 
that's hindering him from doing what he truly wants to do is you just submitting a thank you. After all that I've done for you, you can't say thank you. You know you should have died that night. And you still haven't said thank you. You were supposed to be addicted to that drug. God, I thank you. And you still won't say thank you. You know that you weren't qualified for that job and somehow you got it and you still have not said thank you. And now I can't provide. Now I, you know, I'm, I'm incapable of keeping you because it's not the way you want it to go. How am I now incompetent? And I'm the same God that saved your brother. I'm the same God that saved your mama. I'm the same God that kept you out of that mess. How am, how am I incompetent? God told me not this Thanksgiving. Not this Thanksgiving. You won't let this Thanksgiving go without making sure you tell me thank you. God wants his people to transition from limited gratitude to unlimited gratitude. This year. In this moment. Thank you for streaming the latest message from Truth Movement Church. We pray that you found something in God's word that you can deposit into your heart for future use. To stay connected with our ministry, like us on Facebook or Instagram, or learn more about us by visiting www.truthmovementchurch.org.